Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, it's Wednesday, hump day, midweek. Everything rolls downhill from here. You know that, don't you? We're rolling downhill towards the weekend. That's right. Spirit-filled life week six. We are trucking right along in our friend Joe Rostek's messages as we have taken them for our study. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing this just audio tonight. Uh, not not. I'm going to be on the road traveling. Got to do some work out of town. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get this one kicked in for today and get it on the board. The Spirit-Filled Life, Week 6, A Promise for All. We have gone over a lot. I, I, I know last week I kind of highlighted everything we've been to up to this point. Uh, last week we talked about the, the, the a new tongue, speaking in tongues. Uh, this is a promise for all. Acts chapter 2, verse 38 through 39 Verse 38 says this, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39 says, The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are afar off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. The promise is for all. One of the most beautiful things about the gift of the Holy Spirit, according to Peter in today's passage, is that it is a promise for all whom the Lord your God will call. In other words, the gift of the Holy Spirit is a promise that God gave without an expiration date, and he gave it to all of us, including the church today. For as long as God calls people to salvation, he promises to give them the same gift of the Holy Spirit that he gave the first disciples. Nothing's changed. Whenever a person is born again by the Spirit, they can also be assured that God desires to give them the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. God's promises do not change. What He said, He will do. He, what He said He will do, He will do. Now, until Judgment Day, all who receive the gift of salvation are promised to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Peter makes it perfectly clear how everyone can be saved and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in verse 38. Repent and be baptized. The only real prerequisite is salvation, which comes through faith and repentance. Then after being saved, one is baptized as an outward sign of their inner transformation. There's an ex- the, the, there are examples such as Peter's encounter with Cornelius' house, where we learn that the people were saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke in other tongues before they were baptized in water. Acts chapter 11, verse 45 through 48 talks about this. However, the consistent pattern is salvation, baptism in water, and then baptism in fire, the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8, verse 12 through 17, and chapter 19, verse 5 through 6 talk about this. Baptism in water was something that early church would do in the same day of the people's salvation at the nearest body of water, Acts chapter 8, verse 36. And repentance is turning from unbelief and sin with a faith-filled confession that declares, Jesus is Lord. Once again, God will not withhold the gift of the Holy Spirit until you are water baptized, but you should desire to be baptized in water with, directly after being saved. We can talk a lot about that. There's a lot of, you can talk about it. It's, it's just this, it's an outward expression of an inward change. That's the best way to describe it. You are recognizing death to your old person, being buried under water. This is like this is like Jesus. Jesus died 
He was buried and then resurrected, raised fresh and new, washed clean. That That's what water baptism recognizes and, and signifies. And uh, Anyway, according to Peter, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in, in, in new languages was for all of them, their children, and for everyone Jesus would call to salvation. Therefore, remember that word means, because of this, if you've been called by Jesus and are currently saved, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for you. Don't delay or refuse your free gift from the Father. Receive by faith God's great gift today, the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is for all of us. Don't let it scare you. Don't let it frighten you. Don't don't be afraid of this speaking in tongues. I can remember many friends who I took to church who were bug-eyed when somebody gave a message in tongues and then there would be an interpretation. Uh, it's, it's not anything new to me. I grew up with it, so it doesn't surprise me. Matter of fact, the minute I hear a tongue begin, my spirit goes into listening. I want to hear what the Lord's going to say. Uh, oftentimes, He has actually given me those words. I, I struggle with that because I don't want it to be a dog and pony show coming from me speaking out, but I'm learning to be more sensitive to the Spirit and learning to understand that God wants to use us uh, in, in situations like that. When we are sold out, locked in, seeking His ways, not our own. Have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in other tongues? I know that, that many whom, whom follow me are, are not of the same uh, background that I am, and, and I know that this is kind of odd. Some of it's kind of weird. Some of it's new. Um, I, I preached a message at a Baptist church uh, at an event that they were having out in, in a country church in Missouri, and it was an outdoor event, and they'd asked me to come and speak. So I spoke on Saturday, then they asked me to speak Sunday morning. So I, I preached a message Sunday morning, and in my altar call, one of the ladies, the older ladies of the church, she just bursts out in a, in a message in tongues. It shocked me. I wasn't expecting it because of the atmosphere in which we were in, denominational differences and beliefs and those types of things. But boy, she let her belt, and then she came right back with the interpretation, which fit extremely well into my message, into the altar call. It was just an extension of God's Spirit moving. It was powerful, and it was good. And what was really cool was Rhonda talked to the lady afterwards, and she was maybe from Sweden, somewhere like that. And and Rhonda asked her, what, you know, what caused you to do that? And she said, oh, listen, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon me, I just have to speak. And that's exactly what happens when the presence of God is so strong. Our physical body, the, the spirit realm is so different than our, our spirit, our, our human realm, our natural, natural realm. When the Spirit of God, when the presence of God touches our human body, it has to respond. It has to react. And that's what she did. It caught some of the people that had gone with me on that trip. A little by surprise, uh, because they're not something they were accustomed to. Uh, it it <laughs> it just happens, and, and and don't don't. I mean, look at what it says in Scripture. You just have to go back to biblical principles. This isn't man's teaching. This is God's word, and He says it's for all of us. Seek it, not not just for the dog and pony show. Don't seek the fluff. Seek His presence. Seek the infilling of the Holy Spirit, because that infilling of the Holy Spirit brings with it a boldness. It brings with it an empowerment of the Spirit of God to move in us strongly and directly. What, what causes, uh, what, when I, I've, there's been times 
when I have spoken something or, or God lays it on my heart, I send somebody a text. I talked about this in a message not too long ago where I, just a guy that I know, um, I sent him a text. He said, hey, man, I'm thinking about you today. Just want you to know I'm praying for you. Uh, two days later, the man calls me, and he's he's almost in tears telling me how how needed that message I sent him was to the point that he broke him down to where he couldn't even tell me that day. He had to wait a couple of days to gather his emotions back around him. God has a plan. God works through us when we allow him to work through us. I didn't speak a message in tongues to that man. I simply spoke a message. I didn't even know the power of it. That, that's the beauty of it all. You know, seek the Lord, and, and, and but it's the Holy Spirit in me that empowered that moment. I guess that's the point I want you to get. These messages that come that I get to share with you, God drops something in my spirit. It might be something somebody says. It might be something I read. It might be scripture that I've read. And it, and it all of a sudden, things just start boiling. It's the Holy Spirit that does that. You want to walk in a powerful time as a Christian, doing what God has called you to do? Seek the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It'll come with evidence of speaking in tongues in God's timing. Don't worry about that part. Just keep asking him for more. Ask him for all he has for you and watch what happens in your life. If you honestly begin to, to seek the completeness of the Lord in you, that Holy Spirit will begin to flow in you in ways you maybe never dreamed. Again, it, it's not about the dog and pony show. I've seen that. It happens, unfortunately. But when the true move of God comes upon you, it, it, it brings about a humility and a humbleness that I don't know how to explain. Let God use you. Speak in other tongues as the Spirit enables you. Don't worry about that. As you preach the gospel, like Peter, let everyone know that they too can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lester Summerall wrote this, I believe that anything that has been given to us was given to us from God to share. See, it's not for us. It's to share. It's an empowerment. It's an emboldening. It allows us the power to speak in times that we normally would not. It gives us the boldness. The Holy Spirit is not for us. It's for others. Share it. Begin to share the message. of Jesus. The Bible says it's our story of redemption that sets us free. The blood of the Lamb, Jesus dying on the cross for us, our acceptance of us, of His blood, His blood shed for our sins uh, that, that sets us free from sin. And then the story of our redemption our testimony, it, it's what its what sets us free. It's what defeats the enemy. That's what we have to do, even in the Holy Spirit, allowing him to run through us, speak through us. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening today. I pray God's blessing upon you, and I pray he overruns you with his Holy Spirit. And, and listen, I also pray that if you're not seeking the fullness of God, that God begins to make your spirit miserable and uncomfortable until you do. He desires to work fully in you. We all have a part in this game. We all must play our part. Ain't no bench sitters. Ain't nobody sitting on the sideline. Coach put me in the game and equipped me the way I need to be equipped to do what you've called me to do. Amen. God bless you. Rhonda and I love you. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your prayers. If you want to support us financially, we would we would oh we'd greatly appreciate your support as we continue to to press forward. All of our giving links on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com, pinned right to the top of our Facebook page, Living Loud Outdoors Facebook page. And that's L I V I N, no G, Living Loud Outdoors. 
man, we would we would just covet your prayer. Thank you for all the prayer that you pray over us and for us and with us as we continue to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Amen. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.